0: What's up everybody? Welcome back to Actual Eye Podcast. In this episode, I had the great privilege of sharing in dialogue with my friend Jesse Neal, a fellow member and guitarist from American Dharma. And you can hear our song Bayou playing in the background right now. Stay tuned at the end of the episode for another little clip of this song. And I hope you enjoy this film. Breathe some. What's up everybody, welcome back to Actual Eye Podcast. I'm here with my great friend, Jesse Neal, a fellow member of American Dharma, and uh, we've been making music together for a few, almost four years
1: now, something, something like that, yeah. Yeah.
0: And he's just become a great friend. Uh, he actually just came back from a retreat at a Zen Center that he's a part of, and uh, we're going to talk about that, and uh, whatever else comes up. Um, first here, I guess, we're, we're just going to soak up this beautiful backyard and the nature around us, and, uh, we're going to find that deep residing sense of presence that is always available. So if y'all would like to join us, uh, you can feel free to skip on to the next part if you like to get straight to the discussion, so we'll just take a couple minutes here to Around ourselves and stillness. A turtle jumping into the water.
1: <laughs> yeah. yeah. Not the most graceful animals. No, nope, he just said plop.
0: Yeah. Belly
1: flop. Little one just dumped in there too. Well that was more of like a little...
0: Yeah, he just made it in there pretty soft. He ninja this way and <laughs> He's got a little, uh, a little nice antler. water feature here in the yard. A little pond and a little waterfall running through the rocks. A spot for the two turtles that hang out back here. So, uh, so yeah, tell us about your recent retreat that you just went on.
1: <laughs> uh, that's kind of tricky. Yeah.
0: There's,
1: there's a lot to say, but also nothing to say. Mm-hmm. Um, it's one of those sorts of things where you can't really put into words very clearly the, the experience yeah and some of the like realizations or whatever you may have um very intense
0: like, mm-hmm.
1: real intense uh, i'm not too proud to say that there was a significant amount of ugly crying happening yeah yeah <laughs> like
0: I believe it. Cause it was this was an extended, uh, weekend retreat that he went on. And it was a silent retreat.
1: Yep, only speak when absolutely necessary, uh, mm-hmm. which you find pretty early on that uh, you don't need to speak nearly as often as you think you do. Mm. Yep. Like, you know, we were very able to or to effectively communicate clearly without words for, you know, like three days, wow, yeah. um, and got a lot of stuff done, because when you go, you know, you spend a significant amount of your time, uh, sitting Zazen, but there's also a lot of, um, work practice that you have to do, because, you know, you have to help maintain the grounds, yeah. uh, and the Zendo, which, you know, if any listeners don't know what a Zendo is, it's a building where you go to meditate,
0: Mm-hmm.
1: um, and that was what my job was uh, while I was there. And everybody had a task, and it was kind of um, each person's set of duties were explained with little to no words. It was a lot of, like, gesturing and kind of, you know, you kind of picked it up from context, mm-hmm. really. Like, and you're just able to get everything done that needed to be done. It was uh, it was really quite a, a cool thing, and, uh, you know, you're very... Of course you're doing this stuff because it needs to be done but also to practice mindfulness like being very aware of what's going on not only between your ears while you're doing it but all, all around, around you it. yeah um and that's in itself is a pretty powerful experience to you know be scrubbing the floor with your hands and have the realization or you know the question you know who is it that's doing this scrubbing like where's the separation between the person doing the work and, you know, doing the scrubbing and the floor that's being scrubbed. It's just like you start to get into some kind of trippy territory with that stuff. Yeah. Uh, and eventually, you know, it, it becomes where there is no division
0: mm-hmm.
1: between any of that stuff. It's just, just one movement of everything. Mm. Um. But, you know, to back up there's there's a lot of stuff that happens on these retreats and to anyone who has never gone on one i would definitely say it's it's worth doing it's one of those things that anyone can do but not everyone can do it
0: mm,
1: yeah like because you know think about it you you really you're just sitting on your ass for three days like that doesn't seem that difficult sitting is not a hard thing to do in and of itself but when you sit down with the attention of just sitting, it's incredibly difficult.
0: With no distractions, that to get yourself away from your mind. Yeah, yeah, get yeah. Away from Like your you've got
1: nowhere else to go but right there. Yeah. And that is where it becomes very difficult. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I mean, it's hard, but it's it's not hard. You know what I mean?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah it's it's equal parts physical and mental (coughs) Mm -hmm. excuse me and uh one thing i do want to say to anybody who might have an interest in going into one of these things is uh three really important things that's all centered around food Mm. um learn how to use chopsticks oh wow yeah you don't know how to do that and you, you can't get good at it learn how to eat fast and if you can't learn how to eat fast learn how to not eat very much (laughs) <laughs> wow! Yeah. Because meal time is, it's quick, and it's silent, and it's done you know in a traditional way with chopsticks. Like, you ever tried to eat soup with chopsticks? <laughs> it's ridiculous. Or oatmeal. Oh like, wow! Yeah, yeah, that's tricky. It was tricky. <laughs> um, and so it was like you know what? I don't eat fast, and I'm not good with these, so I'm just gonna take small portions, because I don't have a lot of time to sit here, and pick and pick, you know, try right. to get it down. But. <laughs> You know that's a cool thing in itself. You um, there's like this whole um, chant that well, I guess it's a chant, but it's it's like a, you know in in Christianity you know the tradition is to say grace before you you eat your meal, and it's along those lines, um, basically giving thanks to everything that contributed to that meal, not only the people that cooked it, but like further reaching extension of that is the people who grew the food in the first place, the people mm. who got it from wherever it was grown to the grocery store, the people who stocked it in the grocery store. Like it's this really long stuff that you normally don't think about yeah. when you sit down to eat. Like yeah. how many different circumstances had to be met for you to have a bowl of rice with some vegetables on it? Right. Right. I like that. <coughs> and so as you're eating, you know, you're kind of thinking about all these things like holy shit like yeah. There's a lot that came into just this moment to exist, mm-hmm. and it's a, it's a really humbling experience um, to kind of have that like light bulb. Go on. Yeah,
0: yeah, that sense of interconnection.
1: Yeah, is being yeah.
0: highlighted throughout the experience
1: mm-hmm.
0: uh, by moments like that.
1: And yeah. another thing that's really interesting, you know, when you're when you have these meals because again they're silent. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Excuse me. Um, and you know, there's always this joke about people having a pet peeve of being able to hear people chew, like, it's such a grating sound, yeah, and that happens, and there's nothing that you can do about it, yeah. you just have to deal with the fact that the person sitting next to you sounds like a cow when they eat, but, <laughs> you know, and so you kind of learn, and I think that's kind of by design, you know, this practice, like, sure. there yeah. are certain things that are beyond our control, And so rather than get upset and resistant to them you just kind of roll with it you roll with it yeah what else can you do not only that but so there's a lot of surrender involved it's it's a massive amount of surrender dude like so many things pop up over and over again during these retreats in everything that you do all of your activities you know when you're eating you're working you're sitting whatever there's always resistance 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 yeah your mind always jumps up and when I say mind, I mean, yeah, the bird in the tree. Two hey, birds. birds. Sounds like they're making more birds. Yeah, really. <laughs> um, they're going for it. But it's... Uh, Save the world, birdies. <laughs> you, eh, when I say mind, I mean more like um, ego. Yeah. And not ego in the sense, you know, people say, you know, he's got a big head, he thinks he's so great, blah, blah, blah. No, I mean, like, the Good actual... Good point to make.
0: Yeah, the actual psychological sense of self. Yes. That idea of self that we have in our heads. Yes. Yeah.
1: That that pops up over and over and over and over again infinitely infinitely and it's not necessarily that you're trying to to like squelch it or make it stop or make it go away because you can't but you become very aware of just how in control that is in your Mm day-to-day life and then once you like observe that for the first time there's no going back like once you see it you can't unsee it you can't unsee it no and so you just kind of continue to develop that observance and awareness of the ego constantly trying to jump back into the driver's seat yes and you know the ego always puts itself first you know the Mm. i want this i feel this that kind of thing there's always that drive to satisfy some thirst or desire Right. Which, you know, is a is a survival.
0: Mm-hmm. We're talking about the ego yeah, and how it tries to survive itself and it keeps reappearing. And by putting, you could say, the light of awareness upon any thoughts, egoic need, concern, uh, expectation, worry, uh, anything that arises in the mind, you just notice it. And by witnessing it, we are then able almost immediately it feels like it, it is very much immediate you you can even see where it comes from and also by returning the the awareness to watching the thoughts rather than following the thoughts we decrease their pull over us in a sense it's like we're putting ourselves back in the driver's seat yeah the true, capital s sense yeah, itself, itself. Yeah. yeah
1: yeah that's kind of what i was trying to get at like there's definitely a biological need for stuff that goes on it here. Like, to, sure. to make sure that yeah. this organism survives. Yeah, and
0: the personality, you know, the, the personality, you could say, the personage, the cast image, that's an idea of self that we hold in our heads as well. That's part of the ego. And you can even see that. And it's not like you need to kill the personality. Personalities are beautiful. But the fact that we identify with our idea of self uh, is where all of... Our pain and suffering seems. Yeah, to come yeah, from. yeah.
1: That's what I was trying yeah. to get at. Like, you know, the the ego is a survival thing to keep the the human organism alive. It's what yes. says, "Hey, that's not a stick, that's a snake. Yeah. I need to not touch that." It
0: feels very fear oriented a lot. It of is the very fear oriented. Yeah.
1: But you know, as humans, we have let this survival mechanism just run crazy. We really have in to. our minds to the point where. It's beyond survival now oh yeah it's it's purely desire and drive to satisfy yep. this thirst that you can never quench you
0: can never quench it yeah um, there's like this void in the heart we're always trying to fill it we surround <coughs> ourselves with objects and distractions
1: and you just keep piling more and more on and never
0: quite fills the void
1: no yeah. but it's when you see that for that first time it's like there's I no post- going back from that no I like no. How you point that out too no and like
0: and it's quite freeing. It's, 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 it's beautiful and it's freeing, but it can be a little bit, um, it can throw you off your balance a little bit at first when it starts oh, to sure. happen, you know, it can yeah. be disorienting. There's the
1: definitely word. this thing where, okay, so, you know, I've been at this Zen stuff for like, gosh, since I was 18, so 14 or 15 years now, I'm terrible at mental math, um, and so you know, just constantly working at it. Yeah, yeah. And you know, there's different things that you do over the years to kind of continue to like point through and break, uh, break through these barriers, right? Because what will happen is you you know you have that first like aha moment, and then the ego says, we're not doing that, and then it'll put up something else that you have to work through. Yes. And you break that down, and it's like. You just keep going with layers it, right? Layers and layers and layers, yeah. And that's why it's important to have other people who are along this pathway, because you mm. can bounce stuff off of each other and help to continue to, to break through these barriers. But also, it's important to have a teacher that uh, that you trust. And that's, that's a huge thing that, uh, you know a little bit of a sidebar here, you know, in, in Zen, you know, a lot of people think of that as, like, being chilled out and being very, like, cold and, um, like, very matter of fact, and it's not, there's, there's a significant amount of faith involved, like, Mm, you have to have faith that the person that you're studying with isn't completely full of shit, Mm, (laughs) Yeah. like, and once you have that, like, they may say something to you that makes zero sense, but you believe that they're not telling you something that isn't true Hmm. and you find after a while at least how it was in my case that some of the more outlandish and in some cases harsher sounding things that a teacher may say to you are actually some of the most compassionate and like provoking things Hmm. that they could say
0: Hmm. provoking in a compassionate sense yeah. yes
1: not provoking like to make you angry but to give you that push so you you break through and you understand yeah um and to get back to what I was saying, you know, my teacher over the years has always asked um, me a question. And it, it's not always been the same question, but very similar question. Kind of points in the same direction. Yeah, because I used to have this, um, like, notion of being some kind of, like, spiritual teacher and, you know, all this kind of stuff. And I would talk to him about it. And he would ask me, well, who is it that wants to teach? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I would try to answer this in all sorts of different ways, intellectually.
0: That's right. The key. Like, yeah. Always I Always
1: intellectually. Yeah. That's the ego trying to, trying satis- to create a story. Yes. And, yeah. Fabricate something that satisfies this.
0: This other person, as you're seeing them. Yeah.
1: Yeah. <laughs> and every time I would give him an answer, he'd basically tell me, "No, like that's not it." And I remember one day, and this wasn't too long ago. Uh, we were talking, me and my teacher, and he was like, what is it? And I'm like, what do you mean, what is it? Like, what it is, what's going on? Like, <laughs> and, and he just, is. Yeah, he just looked at me and he's like, uh, n- no. That's not what I mean at all. I mean, yeah, how are you? Yeah. But no. Sure, yeah, but no. So, and I was like, oh, oh, you mean like that thing that you always ask me, who are you? And he's like, Yeah, if that is a question that makes more sense to you, yes, that's what I'm asking. And I was like, oh, well, your question is kind of a statement, too. And he's like, no, it isn't. What do you mean? He goes, it's both, but it's also neither. And he's just, he keeps saying this stuff, and I'm like, I feel myself getting frustrated with what he's telling me. (laughs) And, you know, we had to cut our conversation. Um, You know, it was dragging on, and we had stuff to do.
0: That seems like a popular Zen trick with the teachers, is that they're going to provoke a part of your ego, let it rise up so that you can see it, Mm -hmm. and they're going to keep doing that service for you.
1: Yeah, yeah, and that's exactly what it is. Very creative ways of doing it. That's exactly what it is, because later that day, I kept thinking about that conversation and that question over and over Mm -hmm. again. Who am I? Who am I? And, well, you've been in the house, and you, you know, like the, the little carpets that are on the stairs that go up to the jam room. Well, we have a lot of cats, and so, of course, those carpets get full of cat hair. And we have this little brush, my wife and I. It's a uh, metal, it's got a little wooden handle and all these like little brass teeth. And we use that to kind of like rake the carpets um, and it, it pulls out all the hairs and the fibers and stuff. It's much better than the vacuum. Hmm. And I'm doing that because it needed to be done. And I, I become keenly aware of the sound of the brush as it's like scraping the carpet hmm. and the vibration in my hand and the, all these sensations and at the same time thinking of this conversation and noticing the rising frustration. Mm. All of these things happening at once and it's like who is it that's feeling all of this right now. And then all at once I just started laughing. Like <laughs> like I was filled with this like feeling of joy and relief all at the uh. same time. And for the rest of the day I was just like I felt really light. Uh because i i don't know how to put it into words but in that moment i kind of saw like what it is what is it what it is yeah Yeah, what it is yeah i saw it yeah and you know you experienced it i did you were it yeah and that's that's the thing like it's not and i have to be very careful when i say this Hmm. because anybody else who's listening to this and I've been guilty of it, I'm sure you have too, that you hear or you read about someone's experience and so your mind grabs onto that and thinks that's what I'm waiting for. That's what should happen yeah, to me. Right, right, right. And I'm here to tell you it will never happen. Yeah. Like yeah. your experience of it, this, whatever you know you want to call it, is going to be different than my experience and his experience and her experience, but it's still all the same. You know what I mean? It is all
0: the same. Yeah. (laughs)
1: Um, Yeah,
0: There's commonalities, but there's specifics as well to how each individual organism is going to experience the sense of nothingness or oneness that can come about.
1: Yeah. It's like Amanda's trying to get out to take the dog to the bed. Hey, doggos. (coughs) Hey. (coughs) Hey, you (coughs) working?
0: They're fine. (coughs) They're fine.
1: (coughs) Come say hello. (coughs) Hi, you're on candid camera. (laughs) <laughs> On the camera, it's you're just like your arms are. Oh, hey, say, say hello. hello. Say hello. Touch
0: her. Yeah, I'm gonna move the camera down. I'm gonna say hello. Oh, there we go. Yeah.
1: Oh, and there's Zoe. Hey, Zoe. Zeus.
0: What's up? How are we doing? Good. Good morning.
1: You taking cool. Zoe too, or is she hanging here? She's hanging here. you okay. gonna hang out with us, Zoe?
0: You seem very excited because of that. You ready? Okay. Hi. Okay. Okay. Okay.
1: Hi. Okay. Be careful. Let me know when you get there. Okay. Hey, go. go. go, go. go. Oh, Zoe, that's you a very
0: good obedient dog, though. Love,
1: right, love you. So. <laughs> Zoe. So. Okay. Hey. She's like, I want to go with my sister. Uh. <coughs> Where'd they go? Hey. Um, but, yeah, yeah, it's like, you know, everybody's experience is different, but it all points to the same thing. Yeah, yeah. Like, everybody's experience of flipping on the light switch and seeing the light turn on is going to be totally different, but they all see the same light.
0: Yes, there you go. Beautiful.
1: Um, And that, you know, and this is like one of those things that it, it's not like a one and done thing, right? Like mm-hmm. we said earlier, once you see it, you don't, you can't come back. Like, you, you've seen it. But you will continue to see it over and over, over again. Over and over, yeah. And you just it's always keep...
0: different and it's always the same. Yes. You know, it's always a new flavor of the sameness. Yeah. And it's this is really important um, to take note of because when you first start hearing about self-realization practices, meditation, enlightenment, all of that, um, you, you can get the impression that what uh, Buddhists, for instance, are talking about is something that you can get to one day and then you're done. But... There really is no cap to enlightenment. It, it's an ongoing process.
1: Yeah, enlightenment, you know, I put that in quotes, as it's, you know, often marketed toward us, it's mm-hmm. not real.
0: Yeah.
1: yeah. It, that's just an idea. It doesn't yeah. exist. And even your own ideas of what that is, just an idea. They,
0: they can never be the thing. It, it's.
1: They um... all point to it, but they're not, well... They, they kind of are the thing. They're they're a piece of it. Even your own confusion about it is still part of. Mm-hmm. It is, yeah. Whether you realize it
0: or not. It's Like Lao Tzu said, the uh, the eternal Dao is is the Dao is not
1: the eternal Dao. It's it's always this paradox. It is a paradox, uh, but it's you know that that non-dual thinking that like allows you to see. And we use the word see because it, it's what makes the most sense mm-hmm. for our, the limitations of our language but it's beyond that it's beyond yeah. seeing it, it yeah. just is right yeah. and to get back to the, um, the retreat um, you know you, you wake up at 4 in the morning to this brass bell that is rung very loudly and obnoxiously Really? <laughs> yeah. and it's you know you gotta get up and it's not like you know these days on your, your, your cell phone where you've got your alarm and it's like right at your bedside and you just turn it off. Like, no, there's a dude walking through the house ringing this bell. And it's like, get out, I gotta get up <laughs> at four in the morning um, to go and sit for hours and hours on end. And so, you know, you get up you go sit and then you go for a nice walk um, out in nature and at endless mountain, which is where I went. In the old days, we used to walk out along the roadway in front of the place. Um, but that's not really safe because there's a lot of trucks that go through there. So, in the grounds, it's like 18 acres. So there's this big meadow, and um, there's a like walkway mowed through there with a tractor okay. to walk on. And so you know you're out there in the morning and you see all the like the mist on the valley and the dewdrops and everything and the the spider webs like looking like a big string of pearls hanging in the trees and stuff. Cool. And you're just you know, you kind of, there's a lot to that, right? Like, there's that uh, presence, you know, Mm -hmm. there's this feeling of unity with nature and everything around you, but also, in this place in particular, you're kind of in the woods, so you're breathing deeply of a very oxygen-rich environment. So, biologically, there's something going on, too. Mm -hmm. And that's a thing that I want to to pause on for a moment that we are not taught um, how to breathe properly Mm -mm. like most of us just kind of take for granted that oxygen comes in carbon dioxide goes out yes and you breathe basically just enough to sustain your body yeah Yeah. but there's something that happens when you get a lot of oxygen flowing through there
0: Mm.
1: you know your blood I'm not a doctor I can't explain it but it's something that I can feel and anybody else who has done this you know feel it too like there is you and I have talked about that before Um, akin to like the the Wim Hof Mm -hmm. thing like there is something about getting
0: good clean fresh oxygen yeah breathing nice and deep yeah because when you uh, when we're kids and you notice this with babies and, and doggies and kitty cats they breathe in their stomach Mm-hmm. Very naturally. And uh, as we grow into life, we oftentimes end up breathing up here. in our chests and our sh- shoulders a little hunched up. Uh, so it so it is a very helpful thing to, to learn the breathing practice that allows you to center that breath <laughs> in the stomach. And and I do believe that, yeah, that does seem to optimize the nervous system. It, well, it, uh, has, it, sure. it oxygenates the brain. And... It brightens and clarifies the world.
1: Yeah, your vision um, I don't want to say it becomes sharper, but kind of It can,
0: yeah. Like Yeah, it can. It can take on a little bit more vibrance, a little bit more color.
1: Yeah. Um, and then that paired with these, you know, light bulb moments, like you start to notice the smallest things and they're the biggest miracles.
0: Mm-hmm. Yes.
1: Like just now, that bird that flew overhead, yes. you know, and that little, eh, that it did, like,
0: and now it's, now I hear it everywhere, yeah, yeah,
1: yeah, I, you know, how do you, how do you explain that, that feeling of this, and for anybody who's not watching the video, I just made this big, like, swirly motion with my arms to try to illustrate, uh, you know, everything, you know, how, how do you, how do you put that into words? right yeah and so you know when I said earlier that there's a lot to say about a retreat but also there's nothing to say mm-hmm. that's what I'm talking about you can't put it into words they cannot be so put into words you just um, <laughs> you just do it right yes um, and that's a side story so um, during one of the days on the retreat you know I'm sitting there and my teacher his thing that he tells all of us is have your thing like your one practice that you do to bring you back right here some people it's counting their breath some people it's reciting you know a sutra over and over again to themselves in their head Mm. my thing was the question that he's asked me for years who are you
0: Mm.
1: who are you right and a funny thing that happened is you know doing my thing right and I feel my mind start to wander <clears throat> and I had this moment where I saw who I was and I'm going to try to explain this in a way that makes sense and I promise I'll get to the funny part <laughs> okay uh, well it's funny to me Maybe other people might be like that's dumb but I, I realized at that particular moment who I was was the culmination of everything that led to that very single point in history Yes, I was this physical body, I was all of these memories, Mm -hmm. I was the sight of the floor in front of me Mm. the peripheral sight of the people to my left and right the feeling of the cushion underneath of me, the the cushion itself, the floor, everything all of the like just almost infinite number of circumstances and things that had to be met in order for all of that to happen right there. Like the, imagine if you will, a giant funnel, right? And it all comes down to, a, or actually a triangle would be better. Yeah. An up, a giant upside down triangle, all this huge stuff comes down to a single point at the bottom.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And it was like, okay, that's what I am. Now what, right? And all that kept playing in my head was a song made famous by Rollins Band, which, previously was written and recorded by a band in the 70s called pink fairies but henry rollins covered it it's a song called do it do it yeah um and the song opens with um both songs open the same way but in the the rollins version he does this like huge scream at the beginning and then he says ah don't think about it do Do it it. yeah and i was like okay yeah do it do it and so for like the whole rest of the trip anytime my mind started to wander it was do it, do it. <laughs> and it just kept coming back to that over and over again like don't don't think about it just do it just do it um and i feel like that's really applicable to everything right yeah. like we get so caught up in all the stuff that we do <laughs> and we start really thinking about because that's what our brain does it divides and categorizes this yes, right it's not saying that that's wrong or that you should try to stop it the brain is just doing what the brain does like it secretes these thoughts in the same way that the stomach secretes stomach acid like mm. that's its biological that's function it. that's what it trouble. does yeah there you go but you become very aware of that and you don't get so hung up on the thought like you know right now
0: mm, yeah no longer a slave to the thoughts yeah just yeah. just do it like whatever it is yeah. that
1: you're doing do that pointedly Mm
0: -hmm.
1: don't put a whole lot of thought into I'm doing uh, I'm washing the dishes just wash the dishes
0: yeah let yourself go into the moment be the moment
1: yeah just be whatever it is that you're doing
0: yeah yeah And there's no try (laughs) there's no mental exercise that needs to go into doing anything too Mm -hmm. it's funny when you notice that yeah and you can just watch your body do the thing
1: yeah and then you know it's it's kind of cyclical because like you're watching it right but then who is it that's watching
0: who is that? Was I was gonna ask that question? Is so when you saw the funneling down into the uh, con, the conglomeration, the jumble of ideas and conceptions and experiences that comes down to you in this moment, seeing the ground, feeling the world around you. Yeah. Um, and then there is that. You can always take it a step back to where it's like, who was seeing that? And that thing is like, it's it's empty. It's not it's nothing. It's just pure awareness. Yeah, and you that's know? that's the closest word we we have for. It. Um, yeah. I mean, there's different other, you could say, consciousness.
1: Yeah, consciousness. beingness. Yeah. God, some people would God, say. God, people can say, yeah. yeah. Um, the all, the
0: source, the one.
1: Yeah, right. And that's uh, something I want to bring up, too. The thought of emptiness.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: A lot of people think that um, any uh, practice that deals a lot with The the concept of emptiness, you know, a, a lot kind of view that as being like somewhat nihilistic, you know, that everything is devoid of meaning. Not so. That's right. That's right. Yeah. What that means is that it is empty of any perceptions or ideas that we can assign to it. It just simply is. Yes. Just like everything else. Yeah. And so there's this continual process that we have of you know your brain continuing to try to fill itself back up with just junk yeah and and it's not to say that like you know once you kind of are aware of that and you're able to keep coming back to this emptiness that you don't care about anything or that you know your personality ceases to exist or anything that your brain will try to trick you and make you think that that's going to happen yeah for sure I promise that's, you know, to anybody who is new to this, like, that's going to happen. Yeah. There's going to be a point where you start to question your sanity. Oh, yeah. And you start to really, there's like a, just an immense amount of fear that starts to bubble up. Yes, yes. It's huge. Like, the ego comes to grips with the fact that it's not in control anymore. Yes. And it starts pulling out all the stops. To, to get back, get back and, in
0: control. Yeah.
1: Um, just keep going.
0: Yeah, just, just let that be. Notice that, too.
1: Don't feed it, Yeah. but notice it. Right? Yeah. Because when you come out on the other side, everything that you experience is so much deeper. Like, yes. the care that you have for people, you can't put it into words anymore. Uh, yeah.
0: yeah, when we allow ourselves to be empty of our, all of our ideas, it's almost like then you experience the fullness of life as it is.
1: Yeah, empty yeah. of any of your... Uh, preconceived notions, or perceptions, or anything Mm -hmm. you ascribe to this or that, you know, there's this, this underlying warmth and beauty to everything, that, Mm. and even that, you know, is still,
0: are still descriptive words, but that's the way it can strike you sometimes, yeah,
1: Yeah. you know, and,
0: and very much a home feeling,
1: there's, yes, it does feel like every step is home, yes, um, And it's this weird thing. Super
0: familiar. Yeah. Yeah. Like taking a deep breath in and then noticing the wind going through the trees. And all of a sudden it's this super familiar feeling that you forgot about.
1: Yeah. It's kind of like... Think of like one of the happiest times from your childhood. Mm -hmm. Where you weren't concerned about anything except what was going on right then and And there. And it was like the biggest feeling in the world. Showing the moment. Yeah. Yeah. It's that. And we've we carry it with us it's been there all along Oh yeah
0: yeah we, just, we watch movies and stuff to try and evoke it too yeah. like the sense of wonder the sense of awe mm-hmm. and because we want to transcend ourselves and,
1: but and the, get beyond our
0: mind and but the trick is connect you know, with something deeper that's but it's already there it's already there we've it's just already.
1: spent years and years piling stuff on top of it yeah yeah um and that's a thing that i i realized too up there you know A lot of people will go on these things these retreats or they'll engage in this practice thinking that there's something to gain yeah yeah Um, and in the heart sutra it says there uh, no attainment indeed there is nothing to attain Mm. that's true there is nothing to attain there's also nothing to lose yeah right so any idea that you have of gaining something from this is just seeing what was already there And any feeling you have of losing something is realizing that it never existed in the first place. Mm -hmm. Right? Like, and I've had some, some demons that I've carried around over the years. And while I was sitting there one afternoon, that realization came to me. This, all this stuff that I'd been carrying around that was really bogging me down, I just realized that's not real. Like, that is my impression my small ideas. mind yeah continually putting that out there like this is you you did yeah this. yeah continually revisiting things. this yes yes that's, to yeah. build itself back up and it's like I'm not that person I'm not those actions that's not right here this pointed moment none of that is here right and then it was like oh, blew my mind dude like holy shit. like I just felt mm. the most at peace I felt, and I can't remember when, and I started nice. crying a lot. Nice. And, but, oh, wow. yeah. but, you know, I'm sitting there in a room upright, quietly, with a bunch of other people around me, so I can't completely come unglued and, you know, ugly cry, just because it's like <laughs> disrespectful to the people around them that who uh, themselves are struggling to hold it together. Yeah. So I just sat there quietly with these tears, like, coming down my face, but also feeling really happy in the moment. Like. Yes. I... I don't know how to put it into words.
0: Yeah, this this is a remarkable, <laughs> remarkable, beautiful feeling.
1: Yeah. Um, and like you said, it was there all along. It just Yeah. And and
0: there is there's like the throes of ego and the the it's almost like it's almost like when you're crying for someone that passed. You know, you're letting go in a sense but with full love. Um you're letting the ego let go of the need for that thing to be there anymore. That person, that idea, the ego, and it's like you can mourn. It's almost like there's a mourning process, and there's also a joy at the yeah. same time because there's such a freedom. There's such a weight lifted.
1: You know, I never thought about it like that, but that's how yeah. it struck me
0: one time because it, it, you know, it happens.
1: It is over like time,
0: that. you know, and it's.
1: <laughs> it is. I, I've had the like
0: mourning that. version of it. Um, I've had the the blissful, free experience, and, and it's sometimes it's very much both at the same time.
1: Yeah, it kind of, kind of was. Um, and you know,
0: there's like a crying of relief too. It's like, oh, you've it's been. Like it, it's like. you're feeling for yourself too. Like, oh, you've been carrying this weight of this belief and this ego for all this time, and it's okay. You didn't have to do that. And, yeah,
1: it's like. And when
0: that you, idea of. Or that idea of Jesse that we have in our heads—it's like, yeah, it's it's kind
1: of like you know if you've ever had one of those moments where you've gone through something really hard and just broke down to like a close friend and they give you a big hug and Mm. you know it's okay. Yeah, it's kind of like that. Yeah, Uh, but way more intense. Way more (laughs) than yeah, it's it. I don't have the words to put to, to explain the intensity. Yeah, it's just like pure emotion devoid of any and maybe that's why i don't have any words because there are none
0: i remember when you wrote that to me and, and you were like it was pure whatever it was pure emotion emotion devoid of content
1: yeah it was, it was this just this like like with itness yes yeah but, yeah now, very strong um, and <sighs> <laughs> isn't it cool how the human body responds that way <laughs> yeah and I, maybe that's what it is like a biological response like hey you it can't do like anything it- else That feels like part
0: of it, yeah. Yeah.
1: And uh, you know, I very
0: cathartic way of releasing. Yeah,
1: yeah. And uh, I sat with my teacher later on, Mm. because there's always you do like um, every day on these retreats, you have a one-on-one time where you go and you you talk to the teacher. Awesome. And we come in, or I come in, and my eyes are red, puffy, you know, because I've been crying, right? Mm. And he's like, "Looks like you've been going through some stuff." (laughs) And I just smiled and I nodded, yeah. He's like, "Anything in particular?" I hesitated for a second and I said, "No, no." And he laughed and he smiled really big and he's like, "Good." <laughs> and He's like, good. That, that's the answer. And, uh, <laughs> and he's, he's like, "So now what?" And I'm like, "Well, I thought maybe we could just kind of sit here for a couple minutes together and enjoy that. Awesome. And he, he just oh, gave cool. me this like really like warm, loving smile. Yeah. and we just sat there together in silence for a couple of seconds and then you know he's like all right well your turn is up you know we got to be respectful of everybody else who wants to come you know I'm like cool cool and you know one of the things you know about this and some of your listeners may too but <laughs> there's a thing in, in Zen and Buddhism and really a lot of Spiritual practices, you know, where you, where you bow toward each other, and it's it's mm-hmm. the recognition of light in another,
0: mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm.
1: Um, but it's also a thing of of respect, which I think is borrowed, probably from you know the various cultures that have molded these beliefs. Sure. And I don't really think that it's that we're appropriating. It just kind of, if you look at it in a certain way, right, as you bow towards someone. You're putting your body physically lower than the other person mm. which is a very vulnerable thing to mm. say you know you know what I'm trying to say with that yeah. yeah. so you know we, we finished talking we both like leaned in to bow and you know I bowed really deeply and I, I could see like you know like at the floor I could see like the edge of his face like he was down really low as well because we were sitting right mm. And we both held that for a long time, you know, not long as in minutes, but several long seconds. And there was just this feeling of like deep connection and respect. Mm. Like we both really understood each other mm. in that moment. And it was, uh, it was really powerful. Like, mm. cause I've known this guy for years Yeah. and studied under him and like, here recently, it's there's been a handful of these moments where it's like, we really understand each other. And it, it's this really beautiful thing, like, so it, it's a lot of times now, we don't really talk a lot, it's just, there's a, that kind of knowing, like, wink and nod sort of thing going on, mm-hmm. and everything's cool, you know? <coughs> Excuse me. Um, so, yeah, that, that went on, and, you know... Everybody kind of did their thing. The food was delicious. And at the end, um, you know, there was, well, there was a talk on the last day. Our teacher came and he sat in the front. And when you're in the the Zendo, you walk in the the door and to your left and to your right is rows of um, these cushions to sit on. There's one on the left and one on the right. And our teacher, he positioned himself in the front, in the middle. So he's like looking down the line at both. And he's talking. And I can't even remember what he was talking about exactly. But I remember at this mo- one particular moment, he said, You know, keep waking up and seeing what it is that you really are. Mm, yes. And as soon as he said that, it was mm. instantly. Tears, mm, like again, yeah, yeah, just oh, that's this right. really intense wave, yeah. and oh, the birds up there. I, uh, I saw it again, you know.
0: It's like an ever deepening realization. Yeah,
1: and it came back to, well, what are you gonna do? Do it, right? And yeah, then, yeah. But beyond that, it was, okay, but what does that mean? What does do it mean? Okay, and it was the realization I had in that specific moment was whatever situation you're in do that fully Do that fully. like
0: yeah, you and right. I having
1: this conversation I'm not thinking about well I am now because I'm saying it but in a few minutes we're gonna have band practice yes or you know whatever you're thinking right so right before I said that I was just thinking I'm having a conversation right now with one of my best friends that was it we're just That's enjoying true. the conversation yeah. But at the time when I had this realization, I immediately thought of my daughter. Mm. And like, when I'm with her, what do I need to do? Just be with her, like.
0: Be fully present. Yeah. There. Don't think yeah. about
1: the bills that need to be paid. Don't think about I gotta cut the grass. Don't think I gotta fix that leaky faucet. Like, if all she wants to do with me is play with Play-Doh, just play Play-Doh. <laughs> like, just do that, right? Yeah. And, and be
0: fully immersed in that yeah just yeah.
1: and that, that really is a thing
0: right like I've, no I love that idea to treat every moment as, as it is holy yeah yeah
1: and really to anybody who has kids you've seen glimpses of this mm. that's how children operate
0: oh it is there them. is
1: nothing else except right there yeah that's why like kids emote so much Because they feel it fully as it is. There's no Mm. mask. There's no layers that we have that are built up over the years. Right,
0: cultural conditioning. don't act this way at this time. Right, right.
1: So, having a a daughter has been awesome in a lot of ways, but how I'm going to relate that to Zen and spiritual practice is she is very much a teacher Mm. because she is, as we all are before... The yes. layers are piled on so it's it's always a reminder when i watch her like whatever she's doing even if i think it's something stupid she's like super into it at that moment there is no other assignment going on like just yo is you know
0: come say hi <laughs> this is dj hi guys <laughs> another member of the band we'll be bringing him on the cast here soon too Real quick, Mm -hmm. I noticed that the car's missing. I
1: guess she's coming back. Yes, so we'll have to move your car slightly forward for her to get in. Okay, cool. Yeah, I mean, when she gets back, we'll we'll move stuff, and then once she's back, she's not going anywhere else today, so we can all we have very limited parking here. Um, But uh, yeah, like the whole thing of you know, the kids are just very pointed in whatever it is they're doing, they're not thinking about anything else except just that thing. Yeah. And it's why everything is such a big deal to them. Mm-hmm. Because it's empty. Yeah. And so yeah. that's been a really There's awesome no,
0: not too many walls in the ways in no. the way of them reacting and expressing themselves. Or just And they just authentically are as they are.
1: Yeah, just embodying the moment as it is. Yeah. So when when he said that, you know, see what you truly are and then I thought of her, I was like it. Mm. Just keep coming back to that, mm. you know. Uh, just, I don't know what else to say about that, you know.
0: That's beautiful. <laughs> That's beautiful, though. It's very much in line with uh, the kind of subject matter I like to explore on the cast. Um, actual I being all about the realization. And this, this ongoing process of awakening into our true, most authentic self, and that never-ending process, yeah, big S, self, um, rather than the idea of self, the actual experience of life, just as it is prior to interpretation. We, we talk about this a lot, um, and its I'm very grateful to have a friend like yourself, and this guy too.
1: Um,
0: <laughs> To be able to share these ideas with.
1: If you need fire, there's a lighter on top of the pellet stove. Ah, yeah. Just to the left when you walk in.
0: And uh, <coughs> and to a be able to kinda of make the kind of music that we're making too yeah. that actually we, we get to tap into this Yeah. and, and so perhaps hopefully evoke or inspire.
1: That's I'm glad you brought other that people up. In this direction. I'm glad you brought that up. Because there is something that happens yes, when we practice it happens. Sure. But and sometimes I think we take it for granted Because it's very common for us to feel But When we play live mm. In front of an audience There gets to be a point Where there is no division Between Us As the musicians The music we're creating And the audience There gets this like vibe in the air Where everything is electric And just together And everybody feels it but nobody says anything about it. Yeah. They just are in it, right? Yeah. And I feel like the... Yeah, we don't know how to name that
0: experience, but we go to concerts for that for, experience. Yeah, yeah. yeah,
1: some people would call that almost like a religious experience. And it, sure, yeah. It very, it much, very it can much can is. be. Yeah. Um, and so, you know, when we... I feel like the kind of music that we're making really lends to that mm-hmm. That. There's like a like a groove to life. Yes. Yeah, and I
0: feel it's still it's such a it's it's an, it's it again. I'm just grateful because it's an honor to be a part of something where all four of us are aimed in this direction. We like we know that this is a thing that we like to evoke and, and share, mm-hmm. and um, hopefully invite more people into as well. For sure. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. Well, it's probably a good point to end it. We'll have to do more of these.
1: Yeah. You know, I wish uh, I, you know, I kind of rambled and went in a lot of different directions. Hopefully that was cohesive to the listeners. And they no, didn't. I think
0: it was it was great. And um, I was very fascinated to hear more about it uh, from you in person, too, because we'd only exchanged texts yeah. over it so far. and
1: Yeah, it's definitely, okay, so there's like the daily practice, right? hmm super important like even if you can only sit and, and do zazen for 10 minutes a day sit for 10 minutes like, yeah just continuously come to it every single day yeah
0: make sure you're doing it every day yeah. come
1: back to as, as my teacher does and the people who are listening aren't going to be able to get this but my teacher he does this thing he's like you have to keep Waking up. (laughs) Waking (laughs) up. He bugs his eyes out when he does it. Yeah. But that
0: that daily practice, it gives you an anchor point. Yes. And we can bring meditation into our daily lives. We can treat each moment as it is holy, like we were talking about, um, by endeavoring, making sure that we are doing this practice every day. So you you start your morning with a meditation, and then it's much easier to surrender oneself to the moment. and other points of the day.
1: Yeah, and yeah. like, you know, I, I don't, you know, we, we're using the word mindfulness, hmm. and I don't want to do the uh, mindfulness, you know, TM, like, that yeah. is marketed these days. It's not that. Right. Like, so often, this sort of practice is marketed toward people as being like, you know, you get all these benefits from it, blah, blah, blah.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: No. <laughs> like, yeah. Like, you know, there was a, a, a teacher... Um, forget his name, it just slips my tongue, but he was famous for saying that Zazen is good for nothing. Yeah. There, there's nothing to gain from it, as yeah. we talked about earlier, but that's not to say that there aren't a lot of things that happen as, like,
0: as as a side result, effects, yeah. you know,
1: yeah. Yeah. Um, so it's important to do this stuff every day, but these retreats, there's no words for it, like, mm. if you have the opportunity to do it, yeah. do it. Because yeah, like, you
0: can't get away from yourself no, You're there No. You're, you're stuck sitting and, for extended periods of time
1: And there comes It happens every time I go to one of these It happens where it's like Jesus Christ I just want to get up and run out of this room <laughs> But you can't Because there's something in us That does not want to be a piece of crap Toward the other people in the room ah, that's And so good. you just Resolve to sitting there And yeah. dealing with whatever comes up Out of respect for everybody else nice. Around you and that, like, expounds later in life. Once you leave the Zendo, that thing. You that, realize, yeah. Yeah, that. I'm a part of something Something
0: with all of these things right. all and I, the time.
1: I had a conversation with uh, my wife, Amanda, earlier today. We were talking about um, a friend of hers that's going through some trouble and, you know, just trying to think of how to help her and stuff like this. I don't want to get too far into the weeds of that, but I said, there comes a point where you realize that everybody else in the world that you come across is struggling just as hard, if not Mm -hmm. harder, than you to hold it all together. Yeah, yeah. So why would you want to project your crap onto them? Oh,
0: yeah. Yeah. And that's
1: that same feeling that I was talking about. It's like, I want to get up and run out of this room, but I can't because of these people. I I can't disrupt them because... They're going through the same thing I am, mm. and and that's one of the, the key things in, in Zen. So is that you knocked the microphone over? Get down. That's one what of are you the, doing? <laughs> the key things. Is that, that you're trying that,
0: to take over the cast?
1: <laughs> you know, being there to support one another. You know. Yeah. Uh, you know, we we can expand on that for like ad nauseum forever.
0: Yeah, really can. Um, we'll you know, I have to definitely do more conversations.
1: Oh, Uh, yeah, dude, I would absolutely love to. Um, Yeah. But, you know,
0: we've... uh... Yeah, and I I encourage you, if you're still thinking about starting uh, a YouTube channel, this guy's been thinking about starting a a channel to uh, share Zazen, to share practice. So, unfortunately there, the video and audio cuts out as my laptop died. During the recording, I'm glad we didn't lose too much, but we did lose a little bit more of some good conversation at the end. So we'll have to pick that up in another episode. Definitely stay tuned for that and look forward to uh, additional episodes with other members of the band, uh, DJ and James. And we will be doing a full band episode where I'll talk to the whole band to celebrate our release of our upcoming EP from which you today got to hear the song by you. So I hope you enjoy that and look us up. Go out there and like and subscribe the band. And if you enjoy the podcast, your like and subscribes help the show reach more people. So I'm very grateful to all of you for listening. And thank you so much for being a part of this ongoing awakening. Together, we change this world from the inside out. So I love you guys and talk to you soon.